Hello and welcome to episode 80 of the BitSocket Podcast. I'm the very sorry Scott White. And I am the equally apologetic Joe Merrick. I think we're saying sorry for last month's strange trip into another dimension, aren't we, Scott? We are. We'll never push that button again. Never again. In fact, we've put sell table. Wait, 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 wait there, I'm going to push no, it again. No, no, don't. Uh, back to so normal this week. Back this, to normal. this month. Uh, we're just going to talk about games. Yeah, Fucking games. Yeah. Games, games. So many games, you wouldn't believe how many I, games actually, there are. There have been loads of games. I've, I've been quite, finding it quite difficult to keep track of how many games I've played recently because mm-hmm. there's been a lot, but we'll go for it anyway. What have you been playing, Scott? So let's have a think. Well, you're, you're reviewing Devil May Cry 5. This so I'm month. reviewing Devil May Cry 5, so I won't go into too much detail. However, it is very it is good. very good, yeah. Uh, let's think. I can say what I want. You gave me after, wasn't I? I'm enjoying it. I'm about a, a third of the way through. I'll just go fuck myself. I'm okay. On you go. On you go. No, I'm only kidding. No, yeah. you're a third of the way through. I think it's really enjoyable. I've not got Dante yet, mm-hmm. um, but it's it's a, prop, you're not, it's a w- proper Devil May Cry game. I, really, I watched really you play enjoy. earlier. You're very close to getting Dante. Yeah, I'm a, okay, cool. And like as you get on a wee bit, the big chapters where you can begin to choose what character you want to go as. I'll always choose Dante. I, I did that too. So I pretty much always went Dante by default because Dante's... Dante's the best. He is the coolest. I think in terms of the amount of different fighting techniques and weapons, Dante gets the most out of everyone as well. Mm. So why wouldn't you go Dante? Yeah. But it is very good. Anyway, we'll talk about it in the review. Yeah. Uh, played a big chunk of Dark Souls. Oh. Then got bored with it. Okay. <laughs> Again. Well, I kind of hit the point where a lot of people say, it, depending on your point of view, it begins to go downhill a wee bit. Mm. And I was like, well, I feel happy I've got that far. I've done quite a few of the big, tough bosses. Like, I did the... What's the boss everyone always talks about? Orn, Ornstein Smaug or Smog or whatever. Is Smaug not the dragon Smaug, the dragon. The I fought the dragon from the Hobbit and killed it. So that was mm. pretty good. Um, but I got a wee bit bored with it. I'm playing a bit of Dead Cells, but I'm kind of the same. Have you played Dead Cells at all? No, no. Do you know what it is? It's like a Metroidvania. Mm. It looks like it's like a. It's more. A, it's more a roguelike. A roguelike, sorry. Well, it's more of that's what I meant when I said. Is that what called roguelike? Yeah. So it's a game. Mm. Roguelikes are games that you get like it's permadeath, isn't it? So yeah. you Make progress, and if you die, that's so it. So there's a few Metroid elements to it in that there's a couple of abilities you can unlock that carry over, which will allow you to access different areas, but you don't necessarily need them. Mm. You can probably, I'd imagine you can complete the game without them. So they're there for like extra areas, but not necessarily completing the game. I think I could, I could be very wrong with that. Um, it's okay, but you see, because it's, you see, if it was a Metroidvania game, I'd quite enjoy it because then you get to know the levels and all that. But the idea of this game is that it's randomly one, generated. Yeah. Right, okay. Once you, there's always ways to certain levels that are always roughly the same. In that, say for example, you're heading towards the dungeon, you're always going to head down the way. If you're heading towards like the ramparts, you always head up the way. Mm. But the route there will change. It's just the general direction stays the same. Right. Okay. Um, and the idea is eventually, like a role, like you'll be able to start the game and complete it in one go by just your knowledge of the game. But I just feel like it's, I don't know, just not for me. Ah, well. It's a good, a shame. It's, it's good. Money wasted. Money wasted. <laughs> but um, it's, it's not bad, but mm. I, I can just see it not being for me. Mm. Um, started playing Valkyria Chronicles 1 on the Switch. Because it was in the sales, like, I think it was like seven quid or something. Good game. Like, fuck it. You finish yeah. it this time? I hope the, so. The, the, the end's amazing. I've just got, I've, I've played through the first few chapters, so mm. I'm enjoying that. Oh, try to think. Started playing a bit more Final Fantasy IX again. Yep. I feel like I've played quite a few games, but I, I put a lot of time into Dark Souls. Um, that 
Obviously, then I hit a point where I was like, I just can't be honest. <laughs> I, just kind of, I thought I hit a point where I was like, oh, maybe I'm within 10 hours of finishing it. Yeah. And then I said on Twitter, oh, what bit am I? And folk are like, oh, you've just hit halfway. And I'm like, oh, fuck Fucking off. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is not what I wanted to hear. Because yeah. I'm a big fucking grumpy child. Mm. So I gave up on it. Uh, and otherwise, yeah, I can't think of... I think Devil May Cry was like the the big recent one. And that's the one, obviously, I'll be yeah. talking about. And I had, I've played a wee bit of um, Hellblade. Senua's oh Hellblade what's it called yeah. Senua's Senua's Sacrifice Sacrifice from Ninja Theory yeah well it was funny it was because I just finished Devil May Cry 5 and yeah. I didn't have DMZ to play and I thought well actually I've had this on the Playstation for ages like mm. a shot Yes. I've heard mixed things about it I've, I've heard it, like the presentation is aye. immaculate I've heard it that it yeah. looks amazing especially when you consider it was what, what do they call it like a double A game it wasn't like considered a, a huge like it wasn't a massive budget game oh, it was a mid-sized battery used for like your um, remote yeah, control and all that exactly but it's like it's I don't know obviously my article will go into a wee bit more detail what I find interesting about it it's look at mental health is very interesting however the video gamey parts of it let it down <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. so the combat is very basic yeah. um, very, like really basic which isn't bad like great games can have very simple combat like mm. look at Shadow of the Colossus for example yeah, um, yeah. The Last Garden. Other games can have very simple combat, but like it serves a purpose. With this, it's got like just really weird puzzles that just are kind of time consuming mm. and very. The only way I could describe it is they're very video gamey, right? But in a way that offsets like this whole message of like mental, mental health awareness. I'm yeah. like, oh, now I'm kind of bored because I'm now having to search for different runes to open a door, and yeah, that that kind of repetitive element of it, I think, kind of lets it down a bit, but. I'll, I'll write more about it. Uh, anyway, Joe, what games have you been playing? Well, I mean, this month I've reviewed Dead or Alive 6, which we had a shot of earlier to get some multiplayer footage of it, and mm-hmm. it's pretty good, wasn't it? It's really you know, good. I was actually really impressed with how Aye. much I enjoyed it. You were into it more than I was for a while. Well, it's because I fucking actually beat your ass, I think, yeah. like, quite a few times. It's like 6-2 by then. Um, and, but I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm reviewing that, so yeah. I'm, well, I won't go into too much detail. Um, I actually brought my 3DS with me on my daily commutes to work, and I've been getting back into Shin Megami Tensei 4, mm. um, which is just That's really so good, good man. It's really good. The thing with Shin Megami Tensei 4 is that I was worried picking up again. I'm glad like, you're oh. giving it its full name every time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I was worried that picking up again, I'd be like, oh, what am I doing? I'm lost. Mm-hmm. The good thing about the game is that it's not really... I mean, there's a lot of story to it and stuff, there's a lot of characters and all that, but yeah. the point of the game is more just like, do a bit of exploring, find more demons, mm-hmm. do some fights, and you know, like, the, the joy of the game is just the exploration and getting lost in it anyway. Yeah. So, and I quite like how maze-like it is. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're going around the map of Tokyo, it seems quite basic, but then when you get into, like, one of this, the, this, the train stations, yeah, and the whole area around it, so it's this big maze of, like, mm. streets and corridors. And it's it's so well put together. Yeah. I didn't play... It looks it amazing. Was, Apocalypse was, like, the kind of the semi-follow-up sequel, to, sequel Yeah, yeah sequel to one of the endings or yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's weird, though. Yeah. Shin Megami it's one of those game series that really fucking takes them the piss. Well, it feels like... <laughs> but it's really good, though. When it, like... Shin Megami Tensei 5 is still on the way for the Switch apparently so yeah, that's the reason I kind of want to play it it's like I want to I'm sure do they not have some big announcement thing due this month next month kind of thing yeah, I can't wait to finally see what, what it's going to be like Joker because you know? um, that's been their because oh, Joker's, Joker's meant to be coming yeah. reasonably soon for Switch well Persona is another, Persona, Persona was a Shin Megami Tensei uh, kind mm-hmm. of oh yeah that's it thing. so I, I still think Persona 5 is coming to the Switch yeah it has to, it has to, it has to. And that's when I'll properly get to play it, because I'll be honest, I've not had the time to play it properly yeah. in the PS4. Uh, apart from that, um, 
Not a huge amount, apart from that. They definitely cry after you give it back. Yeah. Give it to me after you finished mm-hmm. it. Yeah, but I'm, I'm playing that. Actually, I got. A, I played a bit of DMC. Devil May Cry as well, just to yeah. kind of get in the mood for it, and the classic HD collection as well, just mm-hmm. because I've been like, what's the word? Jonesing for some Devil May Cry, but <laughs> yeah. not been able to play Devil May Cry Five yet. So yeah, no, I'm 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 all about the Devil May Cry games right well, now. It's, it's a series that apart from really, Bayonetta One and Two, there's not many. You know, hack and slash games about. Not, ah. not, not compared to what it used to be. Revengeance. That's another big one. Like, what, Revengeance? Yeah. It came out five years ago. Oh, <laughs> oh well, I, you talk about it. Right. You say that, Scott, but what about this game you can buy for 99p on Steam now? I'm getting old, man. See, sometimes I'll be like, remember that thing that happened? And yeah. something like that happened I'd, like two I'd, years ago. I would also argue that, well, no, actually, no, Revengeance. While well, Revengeance, the pacing's maybe a wee bit different from some hack and slash games. No, it's, it's definitely hack and slash. It's um, a platinum game. It's but a, there's not... There's really not as many as there used to be, though. Definitely like, that upper echelon of like amazing hack and slash mm, games. Mm. It's there's so few of them now. God of War came out last year. Got a War it was is like the, I just, the I don't pretender know if quite, to Devil May Throne. I don't know if I'd put that up there with that kind of game. It definitely is. Mm, I think the older ones more so than this one. This Aye, one was more of an adventure it, game. Still like, I say this one was more yeah. of an adv- action adventure. Like there's like a subtle difference between a hack and slash game and an action adventure mm. game. Anyway, but anyway, I've been definitely cried at my nuts. Yeah, so. it's good. Yeah. Watch the. Video. I even tried to do a stream of DMC and it failed really? fifteen minutes later. Yeah, and it's... I made the stream private because <laughs> I was like, I, I can't. What is it about mean streams? I'm, I'm cussed. I think it's your fucking shitty. Country Wi-Fi. I know, probably is. Actually, I think it's my Sky router. I've heard that Sky gave out pretty shit routers. Uh, you might be looking into that, because yeah. even when we were sitting there, it seemed to be dropping and we are doing fuck all. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, should we go on with the show? As a joke, on our last podcast last month, I said, why don't we do a podcast full of Is It Canon? A podcast where all we do is Is It Canon? So... Oh, you're ready for it? Because <laughs> I've done it. Uh, oh, no. I've prepared... Um, a whole podcast full of our most overused feature. Yep. How did you find... You'd be... Well, uh, the thing was... I, I reached have we not out, done all the games by this point? <laughs> I reached out um, on like Twitter and Patreon and people came up with tons of suggestions. So I've done... We have five full as it cannons. Right, okay. And then I have five mini as it cannons. Oh, for fuck's so sake. Cannonets. Guns. <laughs> Guns. Pistols. Is <laughs> it a pistol? Cannonets. <laughs> so let's see. So let's have a look. I think at least one of them we have done before. Right, okay. So we'll start with that one. Okay. So up first, we're going to do, is it canon? Monster Hunter, which I'm pretty sure we've done before. I don't know. It feels like we have. We might have, we might have. Okay, are you ready, Joe? Right, let me just bring up my my scoreboard. I know, we've we've done more than 50, I think. And by the end of this, we've done a lot lot more. (laughs) So, (laughs) is it canon? The last monster of every Monster Hunter game is always the most dangerous game of all. Man. <laughs> <laughs> is it canon? No. 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 That is correct. That is, <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> Number two. The Monster Hunter spin-off, Monster Hunter Diary, Warm Feline Village, lets you dress up your feline with Hello Kitty themed armour. Is oh, it canon? Yeah, that has to be canon. It is canon. Hey, correct. Of course. I mean, come on. Of course. They weren't going to let of course, there's a Monster like Hunter Diary Warm Feeling Village yeah. game on the PSP. The anime, based on Monster Hunter stories, deals with the cultural taboo of riding monsters as opposed to hunting them. Is it canon? 
No, because I'm pretty sure he's... It's canon! Oh, no! What? Really? Oh. What were you going to say there? I was, I was going to say I'm sure you see folk riding monsters in the... But no, maybe not. that is canon. Yeah. That is taboo. Apparently, it's a little village where they're like... That's why... It's all the people from Monster Hunter Stories who are riding the beasts are from a little village where their practice is seen as taboo by everyone else who <laughs> wants to hunt them. Wow. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad. The tiny monsters... At even the, horses? Even horses? But I don't... Are there horses in Monster Hunter? I don't know. The, all right, I'm replacing the next question. Are there mon- <laughs> horses in Monster Hunter? Uh, the tiny... You wouldn't call a horse a monster, would you? A beast. A beast, maybe. You've seen the size of their... You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking, about. What I'm talking about. Their mouths. The, the tiny wee monsters at the beginning of Monster Hunter 2 are called peepees. And if you kill 1,000 of them, you can unlock the peepee cannon. Is it cannon? <laughs> no. It's not canon. No. The PP canon is not canon. Right, okay. Uh, let me just pop that in. Uh, right, question number five. Now, every number five of these is a multiple choice because that's the format. Mm. Going I, back did to you the, put that in the wrong one, though? Why did you put that in the wrong one, though? It's 3 1. No, yep, 3 1, right, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, see, I'm keeping a good idea. <laughs> I was going to, at the end of all of this, I was then going to ask is the score canon? Oh, yeah. <laughs> going back to the anime, what's the subtitle? Is it A, Ride On? B, Oh, no, obviously not. Ride Hard? C, Tame the Beast? D, Legalize monster riding <laughs> <laughs> or E monster taboo. Do you want me to read any of those again? Ride hard. Uh, it is ride on. Ah! Monster Hunter Stories ride hard. Ah! Pretty fucking. So after our first uh, is as it, it canon, canon three, we're at three two. So after every big canon, we'll then visit the canonette. Right. So number one canonette is Wario, the character of Wario. Okay. Um, Don't know the, a lot about him apart from how many The Japanese is. voice actor for Wario is also Big Boss in Metal Gear Solid 4, Eggman, Ooh. Jinpachi <laughs> Mishima, Genfu, and Master Xehanort. So basically, he just does all the old guys. Does he? Is it canon? Yes. It is canon. Oh, yes. Have That's I written good. down his name? No, I've not. Oh. He sadly passed away. Oh, <laughs> so he's not right. Xehanort now. I think he, his final one was like 2016 or something like right, that. Right, okay. So, but yeah, Same fucking, with the other. Imagine you're like, playing Metal Gear Solid 4, getting all emotional, then Big Boss turns up and it's fucking Wario. Nah, same with other uh, Xehanort voice actor, Leonard mm. Nimoy. Sadly, not involved with Kingdom Hearts 3. So, yeah. <laughs> no, the way you said not involved makes it sound like he's fucking there's been a controversy. He's fucking dead. <laughs> Not involved. Uh, so that was that was correct. Let me just update the scoreboard. Yep. So the scoreboard that's literally just me putting... <laughs> Number two. Wario was chosen as the star of WarioWare because the development team considered him to be an idiot. <laughs> no. That's canon. What? They chose I Wario... thought it was because he was greedy, but I hope no, that was it's wrong. it's because he's uh, an idiot. It's really interesting, though, when they were talking about different like, Wario games and stuff, like how the... I remember as one of the producers considered Wario to be very masculine mm. like a, a real big tough manly man and that's part of Wario's design <laughs> I really enjoyed that so that was is it canon oh, number okay. one and is it canonette number, number one. one so now we're going to play a jingle and then we're going to do all this all over again alright okay let's do you it you ready yep it's actually you not know, paid Barry recently <laughs> So let's see what will be good. Number two, we're gonna do Tetris. Have we done Tetris before? No, I don't think we've done Tetris before. 
By the way, I did. I went through all of these questions with my wife, and she actually did really, really well. It's, it's probably because maybe it's too I don't easy. Know, maybe I've not put enough effort into. <laughs> all of these. Who knows? This month, it's all about the quantity. Yeah, that's it. I'm doing what you wanted, baby. Number one, Threshold Entertainment went into pre-production on a trilogy of Tetris films, saying that it would be a sci-fi epic. Yep, I remember that in the news, so that's it canon. It is canon. Yep. It's canon in that they said it, but apparently it's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that was um, the news. Remember the, the Uncharted movie was going to be Mark Wahlberg and his treasure hunting family? Is that not still happening? But it's I not thought, that idea. I think no. there, there is going to be an Uncharted uh, yeah. movie at some point. Was it not but... meant to be Mark Wahlberg and Robert De Niro? Like playing yeah, like, Sully? Yeah, Robert De Niro was his dad or something. No, no, no there was no Sully. Oh, was there, no, it was, was meant to be like, Mark Wahlberg was Nathan Drake and it, it was just his like dad. National and... Treasure or whatever. Not that I've seen any of those films actually. The Tetris Effect, everyone knows about the Tetris Effect. Yep. It causes erectile dysfunction. <laughs> is it canon? Uh, no. It is not canon. No. It does not affect your canon. God. Um, <laughs> Thank goodness. Back, back in the PSVR headset. <laughs> oh shit, fuck, you should, should play that in the PSVR. You should. Tetris, oh is it on? Oh fuck yeah, we should. Like, let's stop this fucking bullshit. Fuck <laughs> have red, I, have I carried you, well. you three times so far? Yeah, yeah that sounds about right. Um, the line piece is affectionately called Charlie in the Tetris community. Mm, I know they've got names, like pet names. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure Charlie's right, but... I don't know what the real one would be, so I'm just going to say yes, that's canon. It's not canon. Ah, what is its name? I fucking no idea. Did they? I didn't even know that. I always, I always have the real answers for these things <laughs> when I would do my Is it canon? Fucking. I nearly said something very inappropriate. <laughs> um, I can <laughs> off you. <I> can. <laughs> <laughs> Number four Hasbro have turned Tetris into Jenga, Bop It, and are planning to release Tetris Monopoly later in 2019. Tetris Monopoly? Mm-hmm. No. That's not, uh, canon. not canon. Jenga and Bop it are canon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sadly, Monopoly. I was hoping I'd catch out. I did. <laughs> uh, number five. Players of the NES version of Tetris have a special technique. What is it called? Is it. Oh, right. Shuggling. Hyper tapping. Side swapping. Rotate until you motivate. Or E. Reset the game until you start with a line piece. <laughs> Which used to be my tactic as a young Tetris player. Right, you know what? I think, to I think it's going to be hyper-tapping. I think it's hyper-tapping because I'm pretty sure... I was reading about this, right? Every version of Tetris has a different way of treating how the blocks react to each other when you get to the bottom. Like when it drops to the very bottom. Like how yeah. much leeway you've got over fitting it into wee holes. I think hyper-tapping is the real name. Hyper-tapping yeah. is... Correct. Hey. So you've done pretty well so far, but done now we're going to just go dip the toe into the canonets. So let's have a look. Let's go for Batman. Video game Batman. We've definitely done Batman before. Have we done? Probably. The character of Sinsu was created for the video game Rise of Sinsu, but he promptly never rose any further and hasn't been in a comic or video game since. Is that canon? Yeah, that's canon. I remember the box art for that. Mm-hmm. That is canon. Yeah. Since who... Uh, shite. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, number two, if you hit a pedestrian in Batman, Gotham City Racer, you have to watch a cutscene where Batman attends the funeral of the deceased. No. It is not canon. Of course. There's not, not even a game called Batman, Gotham City Racer. Yes, there is a video game called Batman, is Gotham there? City Racer. Yep. From what system? PS1. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, I never knew that. You just raced the fucking Batmobile. Uh. <laughs> Have you played the Batman arcade game? Batman. The recent, the new one. 
No. Well, I've seen you. It's like what do you do? Three, it's a racing game. Is it? Yeah, but you can choose any Batmobile from the whole series. I think this one. Like, including, I think like, it was an. It was a Batman the animated series right. one. No, well, I it's like this. Mm. Yeah, a driving game. Cool. Where you choose any Batmobile from the. Like, it's really cool. It's pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. So let's have a look. So the scores at the moment are: you've been cannoned four times, mm. and you've been right all the other times. See, you should be splitting them up to fives. So you you should easily. be fucking. You never think, do you? you Kissing never... my ass. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right. Let's go to the next. Are you ready? <laughs> what other? No, what other um, things do we have? So is there, then there's um, or something like. Is there not one like that? I can't remember. I can't. Don't listen to them anymore. So we've done Tetris and we've done Monster Hunter. So I think up first we'll do... Let's do one that's not as funny. Let's do <laughs> o- <laughs> Ogre Battle. All right, okay. All right. <laughs> I've never played any of them, but all yeah, right. Fucking... Number one. The first two Ogre Battle game subtitles. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's like I've never read anything before. The first two Ogre Battle game subtitles are songs by the band Queen. Yep. Fucking right, you're right. <laughs> I know that. That's, That's like one of those things that everybody knows about Ogre Battle. Is that I all didn't, the subtitles? I are? didn't know that. Oh, okay. uh, to let you know, it is Ogre Battle, uh, Let's Cling Together, and Ogre Battle, March of the Black Queen. Yeah. Ogre, in Ogre Battle, the March of the Black Queen, mm. if you choose to play as a female warrior, the enemies you attack don't bleed. Instead, little love hearts spunk out of them when damaged. No, they would never go that far. It is not canon. Yeah. That's correct. While making Let Us Cling Together, director Yasumi Matsuno was inspired by the Yugoslav Wars in the early 1990s and the Bosnian Genocide. No. That is canon. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Wow. Eat my canon. Number four. The Sega Saturn version of March of the Black Queen had voice acting in certain cutscenes, but the voice acting speed was at 1.5. Ah. So everything was out of sync. That's the kind of thing that I could... Yeah. That's canon. It's not canon! Oh, right, fuck. Woo! Well. Did you enjoy that? Did you enjoy the feel of my canon? No. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. Which of these is the real subtitle of Ogre Battle 64? Ah, this is the only one that's not a queen. Mm-hmm. A. The Rotten Royal Rope. B. The Dragon's Fancy. C. Person of Lordly Calibre. That's it, that's it. D. That's, that's please let me finish. Okay, okay, please okay. let me finish. Okay, okay. It didn't have a subtitle. <laughs> or E. The Revenge of the Gunge Beast. <laughs> it's Person of Lordly Calibre. I is fucking... Yes, you're right. Of course you're right. You know why I know that? Because I'm, it's the only one that sounds like the subtitle. No, it's game. because... See, back, back when uh, I used to read N64 magazine and had their import review section, and I, yeah. I, I was just obsessed with the r- review for... Ogre Battle 64 because it just looked amazing but it never came yeah. out in Europe mm-hmm. and I really 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 wanted it and even when it came in the virtual console I just I kind of just forgot to get it but I, I, I should give it a shot at some point you should yeah. you should you really really should <laughs> so we've done uh, Wario and Batman uh, for Kinnonets now Wonder Boy alright okay very good Wonder Boy's girlfriend is called Marvelous Girl is it canon See, I was going to say no, it's Wonder Girl, but then they'd be related, so no. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's canon. It's Tina. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Yes. But it's not Wonder Girl. So it's, it's, not, it's, it's not Wonder Girl. Two, Wonder Boy in Monster World was rebranded as the dynastic hero for the Turbo Duo, and it turned every main character into insects. 
Sounds like the kind of thing that has happened, but I'm going to say no. Oh, it's Karen! Ah! Oh, that felt good. Got a wee visit from you, McGregor, you know, there. Fucking. Who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that, that felt pretty good. There. What's the way they wringle? <laughs> wringle, fucking me. So let's just quickly, let's actually tally the scores. So 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Uh, correct. Correct so yeah. far. Versus a lot less. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, so five in it. That's not too bad. Does that yeah. that number doesn't does that number even make sense? No, it does. Uh, twenty one. Yeah. We've done twenty one questions so far. So going well. So let's see how we do with the next one. Let's have another trailer. What, what what's the fucking other trailer noises we have? Uh, I forget them all now. Yeah, me too. That's nuts. Considering how many times I've fucking edited this podcast, <laughs> like. Every time I know, I know the beds because that's what I use. I don't know the things. Go for it. do one of the beds then. Well, it was the Latin bed, which by the way was my favourite one. The West goes. Can you do it more? Like, and I can I like? Can you do it more with that? Can I sound? I don't know how to end it. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it true you often say that when you make love? (laughs) (laughs) Right, up next, let's see. uh, Speaking of making love, Leisure Suit Larry. Oh, fuck. Is it canon? I've never played any of these games, so no idea. As if you're not, as if that's going to cause a problem. Mm. The most recent Leisure Suit Larry, released only last year, features a timely parody of tech titans Bill Gates and Steve Jobs called Bill Jobs or BJ for short oh, of course yeah that sounds stupid enough to yes it is embarrassingly canon hmm. the cancelled sequel to Leisure Suit Larry Magna Magna, Magna Come Laude yeah. was going to be called Leisure Suit Larry Cocoa Butter uh, well no I don't, that doesn't sound like it's just, just canon really Wow. Cocoa butter. I know that's the funny thing is they go from all these like daft fucking punny yeah. titles to just being called Cocoa Suit Larry butter. Cocoa Butter. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it was like the test name they had for it but it is canon at the moment. <laughs> a copy of Leisure Suit Larry is stored in a time capsule on the International Space Station. No way. No. Really? No it's not canon. Oh thank fuck. <laughs> it is not canon. I'll take it for aliens to find that. And then, uh... <laughs> it's the, the whole planet's wiped out and all they have is le- a copy of Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> there were plans to launch an N-Gage variant shaped like a pair of testicles to celebrate the release of Leisure Suit Larry Pocket Party. Is it canon? <laughs> no. No. That's not canon. Oh, I'm now just, with every ridiculous one, I'm just turning my head to look at you. <laughs> so you're like, oh, maybe he's right. <laughs> Question number five. Which of these isn't a Leisure Suit Larry title? A. So this is isn't. Mm. A. Shape up or slip out. What? <laughs> B. Passionate patty in the pursuit of the pulsating pictorials. <laughs> C. Water Sports Olympics. D. Box office bust. Or E. Wet dreams don't cry. <laughs> Which of these isn't? It's the last one. Wet Dreams Don't Cry. <laughs> Wet Dreams Don't Cry was the subtitle of the 2018 Leisure Suit Larry game. No, really? Yes, wow. Water Sports Olympics was the one that I created. Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, which is embarrassing as fuck. <laughs> Wet Dreams Don't... The weird thing about Wet Dreams Don't Cry, because I was looking it up being like, so it must be a pun. For, yeah. It must be based on something, but apparently the makers of the game are like, no, that's just what it's called. Because you've kind of got like... Because it was that game called... Um, 
what was it called? D- D4, is it Dreams Don't Die or something? And people were like, oh, is it somehow a yeah. pun on that? And they're like, no, <laughs> it's just a fucking shite name. <laughs> Wet Dreams Don't Cry. Because I kept thinking, well, there's like big girls don't yeah, cry. Like, girl but yeah, there's, apparently they're just like, no, we just pulled it out of our arse. Hmm. Okay, so it's the time for the uh, fourth last candidate. Second last candidate. That makes more sense. <laughs> Second last candidate. We're going with Monkey Island. Oh, right. I'll get this one. There are more monkeys in Escape from Monkey Island than there are in the first three games combined. No. Canon. Really? It's on the poster. It's in the poster advertising Escape from Monkey Island. That's how they advertised it. It's having more monkeys oh, than wait. all the previous games combined. Okay, it doesn't matter. I, I was getting myself a cost of Monkey Island. So. Oh, well. Anyway, yeah, okay. In the telltale developed Tales of Monkey Island, they indicate that the zombie curse released by Guy Wood causes the events of The Walking Dead, another telltale game. That sounds like the kind of thing Telltale would do. Yeah. It's, kind it's of, not canon. It's not, uh, you know fuck all about I've Monkey I've not played Island. the Telltale ones. So. I don't care, man. Yeah. I don't care. Right, let's have one more quick sting and then we're on to the final part. You'll be happy to hear. Right. You know um, the sting? Let's see. Bit of Baker Street. I've lost it I obviously <laughs> don't know the tune right last full canon are you ready it is House of the Dead oh great mm-hmm. uh, cool English of the Dead released on the DS to help Japanese speakers improve their English the game's full script was actually taken from the Great Gatsby the final boss is a zombie version of uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald no it's not canon no, that would, that would fucking be amazing really good though that would be so good that would be really good two Darts of the Dead is it canon Yeah, 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 it's yeah. good. Yeah. It is. There's a Darts of the Dead variant for some like <laughs> Japanese darts game. <laughs> the plot of Zombie Revenge, the beat up spin off of House of the Dead, has you fighting to stop the release of the God of Destruction. Is it canon? I never realised Zombie Revenge was a spin off. Uh, no, no. It is canon. Really? Oh. Yep. I know, I, I, I was looking up, like, because there's tons of fucking spin-offs for yeah. House of the Dead. I never realised it was a spin And, yeah, that is considered, a, well. a, a, like, a beat-em-up spin-off. Hmm. Number four, House of the Dead uh, features in... Oh, let's try again. House of the Dead features in Sega Superstars Tennis, but the level is called the Violent Monster Mansion yeah. because the series is banned in Germany. <gasps> I remember something about this, mm-hmm. actually. Yes. No. It's not canon, ah, I'm afraid. But the, the, no. The, that was in the news. Not it, the it is banned in Germany, and it was it, the level is called Curian Mansion in Sega Superstars Curian Tennis, Man, yeah. not the Violent Monster Fucking Mansion. Right. So, <sighs> trickster, trickster. Ah, uh, yeah, no, I remember. Welcome to uh, the, um, yeah, so it's, it's still banned in Germany, so yeah. you can't call it House of the Dead, but they call it Curian Mansion. Yeah, not what I suggest. Germany famously they had to change all the people to dinosaurs in Carmageddon. Mm-hmm. Like, which is fucking pretty cool I know it's exactly. pretty metal it's funny yeah, yeah. another knock over <laughs> another knock over dinosaurs isn't hitting a stegosaurus with your car yeah yeah um, which of these is a real character from House of the Dead Overkill my dad's favourite video game <laughs> <laughs> is it A Barbara Boobs B Varla Guns C Tracy Thymeat D Punching Paula or E there are no named female characters in House of the Dead Overkill well there's one in the front cover isn't there but does she have a name 
No, there are no named female characters. Varlaguns? Ah! Varlaguns is... You tricked me. Well done. I canoned you. Okay, mm. last the last of the mini cannons as well. Right. Uh, and it is... Rayman. Hey! My least favourite character. <laughs> this maybe is my favourite question I came up with. And I know it's rotten. Guys, uh, uh-huh. I hate Rayman. You know that? <laughs> I, I, not so much the games, because I know the games are good, but I just I hate well, Rayman. Like well, the design of them. Are you ready for this question? Them. This is very relevant. Do you hate Rayman? <laughs> Everybody loves Rayman. <laughs> Was a launch title for the Gizmondo. <laughs> Uh, no, because I've it's not Raymond is too like much of a on the nose. Uh, it is, but everybody loves Raymond's really fucking. That's a good. That's really yeah, good. Number two, the last question: Raymond's limbs aren't connected to his body because the mythical creatures that created him dropped some of the life-building material. Is it canon? Yeah. It is canon, yes. There's apparently a few different versions of his origin story, aye. but that is the, the most sounds, recent. Aye. So let me just talk... Every, I mean, you've won. Yeah. I'll just talk... <laughs> 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20! 20. 20 correct answers versus done. how many you got wrong. Nicely done. So if you're playing along at home or whatever, I hope you had a really good time. <laughs> Give yourself a pat in the back. Give yourself a pat in the back, just for enduring it. No. And now we'll have questions, but let's just go out. Let's. Can you do a wee playing out theme? Uh... Bring it home. Am I even clicking in time to anything? No. <laughs> right, now it's time for you to say your bit. Uh, this time we asked you, what video game feature slash mechanic are you sick of? I'm going to go through Facebook first and then we'll do Twitter oh, afterwards. Can I, just, can I just pause this podcast for breaking news? Break it, hit me. From Sega. Due to unforeseen circumstances, the character model and Japanese voice for the character of Kohei Hamura will be adjusted for the Western release of Judgment, launching on June 25th, 2019. Screenshots and trailers featuring Hamura have been temporarily removed from all of Sega's official channels. Updated versions of these materials will be made available at a later date. So it sounds like we're still getting Judgment on on June 25th, but they are changing the character model and Japanese voice because the guy was doing coke. That's a fast turnaround though. That's a big job doing that. Apparently they're just going to sub it in with Sonic. (laughs) (laughs) Every line is, oh yeah, this is happening. Woofed. I can't believe this. I'm just pleased. I'm glad we're getting it. I know. Can't believe that in Japan, one one line of coke gets you, you know, yeah. and then all the kind of other shit that people are into, they're perfectly fine. Right, yeah. Facebook first. You paying attention? Are you on Twitter? I'm just quickly tweeting. Yeah, but recording. Man. I'm bringing. Oh, fuck fuck Re- you. Recording. I'm bringing up the questions. Right, okay. right. Facebook first. Facebook first. Ben Burns says replaying sections over and over. The words roguelike sections where you walk and talk, unskippable cutscenes. Item durability and finding slash eating food that you find in bizarre places that, would, that somehow heals a bullet wound. It's quite a long list, Ben. And mm. a couple of them I agree with, and a couple of them I used to agree with you until I played Zelda Breath of the Wild. I'm perfectly fine with food. Like, fight. Because mm. it's, it's, that's a very, that's a classic video game feature. Here's one that, we, uh, that I think we're both going to hate. Mara okay. Joy Craig says, taking games I love and clunkily squeezing them into online multiplayer games. I know the one that hurt the most for you. Mm. Remember when they brought back the Soul Reaver? 
Oh fuck! And it was a mo- <laughs> it was a fucking and not just that it was a MOBA as well, MOBA, which is yeah. the worst, most boring. Hey, at least, at least, at least, we, didn't, at least we didn't get Shen MOBA. That was half of the Shen MOBA. Shen MOBA. Um, I'm just trying to think. What's Jamie Fox says? Mm. The majority of live service games basically an excuse for publishers to release incompetent games or incom- incomplete games mm. and then drip feed you the remaining content. Uh, for a fee. Sometimes this method works wonders, but it's mostly just abused by the publishers for their benefit. Um, I know. I'm trying to think. That, that That's definitely something that I, I'm not a big fan of. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like Destiny and all that, like, everybody I know who plays that game, yeah. play it out of, it's like a drug habit. Mm-hmm. They don't play it because they enjoy it. They play it because it's like, oh, f- I need to do this. To do, you know, it's like, I need mm-hmm. to go home and play, f- I need to get, get, get this over with, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's like taking the bins out or something, you know. But <laughs> well, because yeah. but because they're constantly paying for it and having to upgrade to the new, you know, like because mm-hmm. a service rather than just a game you buy, like there's an obligation there, and it's like well, you're not well. That doesn't have a subscription model beyond like no, but you have PS to, Plus. Yeah, but you have to buy the expansion to keep yeah, up. Yeah, I with suppose. It. Yeah, and I mean, then but that's, and then because you've yeah. got that that constant loot, mm-hmm. that constant drip feed of loot, which I fucking yeah, hate. yeah. I mean, uh, it used to bug me when you would like say you buy like Battlefield for example, and then suddenly. The first big load of DLC would come uh, out. Yeah, Everyone would move on to the new, new map, yeah, and you're yeah. like, right, well, I can't. I need to get the new yeah. map to actually play with folk. Yeah, which I suppose is very similar. Yeah, imagine chess was a service, eh? J.R. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Schwarzer, Final Fantasy games that are not turn-based. That weird floaty Dissidia combat system they used in Final Fantasy 15. No thanks. I think they will go back to well. I think they'll stick with the side, the, the, the turn-based fighting for all the side Final Fantasy games, like World yeah. of Final Fantasy, but I don't mm-hmm. think we're going to go back to the turn-based fighting for a mainline Final Fantasy game anytime soon, mm-hmm. I'm afraid. I'm very sorry, Joe. No, I think, it, I think it's probably where they've gone with it now. Yeah. Um, there are people who'd love to see you return to turn-based, but... I mean, although, I, I, mean, I, I thought 13 did it in quite a nice dynamic way, so that yeah. would be... Hey, the... listen. We could sit and talk about 13. Oh, I know we could. All day. We're not fucking going to. Uh, Marshall Strang says, poorly implemented crafting. Why can't Link just carry a cookbook? <laughs> well, yeah, so you know what you're actually cooking. Yeah. But it's cooking so simple in that that it's like, you can't go I mean, wrong. a lot of it's, I mean, I, I'll be honest, I, I didn't understand the cooking properly, so I fucked up a lot of meals. Like, because you know, like, there's the things that if you, even if you just cook it on its own, it'll automatically give you, like, extra hearts. Yeah. Like, I didn't understand that for quite a long time. Mm. And, like, adding a couple of them didn't really change it. Like, you know what I mean? There's certain things that, like, you might as well cook it on its own for the benefit. So, mm. I can, I don't know if they need a cookbook. I think they just need to make it, like, cooking for dummies. Like, right yeah, at the beginning. You know, every stable in that game has a recipe on the wall. Aye, but you have to, like, look at it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Hazen Hunt just says, open world. I think we've actually had a few of them. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ross Stuart Brown quick time events I really hope that they were a fad that would go away um, I think they mostly are like no, you don't see them out. you don't see them as out. often though like the thing is, I still they think, peak I think they're still you're going to talk are you going to talk about shame you <laughs> yeah you were you were <laughs> right you can talk about them I'm but you can't about, mention no, shame you I'm going to talk about it without mentioning that game okay right okay there are good ways of doing quick time events and bad and ways what's an doing. example of a game that doesn't in a good way Joe a game where the button no, name name one please. Not, no, any game where the button you press actually corresponds with what you're going to do on screen. Objection, right? Your Honor. I need counsel to name a video game <laughs> that, does, that does this, <laughs> or we're going to have to disregard it from the podcast. <laughs> uh, well, okay, there's only one game that has good quality. <laughs> right? right, and Shenmue. It's, it's Shen, oh. Shenmue. 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 Right. 
So it's not random <laughs> buttons, right? It's like, oh, Rio needs to kick. There's the kick button. Let's press the kick button. Rio kicks, right? It's not random buttons. <laughs> but I'm with you, Ross. <laughs> uh, John Blackley says Battle Royale, Battle Royale mode. Uh, PUBG, Fortnite and the rest of them need to die a quick death. Well, um, I don't know if I would say. I mean, I'm not, thought, in, I'm not into them, but mm, Tetris 99 has made me like reconsider yeah. my stance on I think, Battle Royale. I think it probably depends because, as far as I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, probably am. Like, as far as I'm aware, that like, player unknown battlegrounds was always a battle royale. So it's not like that's a feature they've introduced to another game, like in Battlefront or Fortnite. Mm. I'm pretty sure that was always yeah that yeah. So that's the whole game. I think it would be more like if he's turned around and said, right, like they've done for. Call of Duty and Battlefield, then those are modes that are like, yeah. like kind of tweaking their model and being like, right, this is the popular thing, then that's a kind of feature. But if that's the whole game on its own before all this, then... Was Mag in the PS3, was that not? Like 50 players or something? Yeah, that but was... But it seems to be a Battle Royale game, does it have to be... I think it's got to be like one... I think, well, I don't know actually, because Apex is Apex is squads, so you're not all oh, yeah, not against each other. Apex is actually pretty good. I it's um, great, yeah. But... I think for the most part it's you I think typically it's usually like everyone against everyone else. Yeah, I definitely think it's a bad like, though. I, I, I definitely in, in like five, ten years' time. Yeah. It would just be this thing that existed in the past that was popular for a while. Like pogs or something. I think folk would probably would have said that about Minecraft as well, and it's pretty much still huge. No, Minecraft Minecraft well Minecraft isn't huge so much as I think it'll be like it'll go through its thing right now where it's huge. And then probably what will happen is in five years' time there'll only be like one or two left. The, you know the mean, ones that right, work. You know what I mean? Right. This is what I mean. Twenty years later, mm-hmm. Ocarina of Time is still a game that's talked about as being one of the greatest games ever made. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to happen for Fortnite, despite the fact that it's a huge phenomenon right now. Yeah. I don't think in twenty years' time, folks are going to go. Oh, Fortnite really nailed the mechanics, and it was a mm-hmm. special experience. It's not. It's just a fucking tick the boxes. You know. Oh, buy a dance! I today, think the impact kind of it has had on mainstream culture is a lot. Um, like it's, it plays. I mean, I, I maybe again sounding daft here, but like Minecraft was one of those games that was referenced in so much outside of video games. Like it's, it's mm. a game that you see. Talk about Fortnite. Quite a lot. No, Minecraft is but, one that. No, but what I meaning is, I think Fortnite is. It doesn't have the same... I don't think it'll ever have the same impact long term. But in terms of the... I mean, you watch things now in the dances that... I mean, arguably, like, say for example, we all know that pretty much all the dances in Fortnite have been nicked from other sources. However, if you see someone do the floss on TV... It's because of how popular Fortnite is. It's not because of that dance. Yeah. So like, I was I was watching like the fucking Good Place not long ago, and a couple of characters do that, and I'm like, that's purely because yeah. Fortnite has made that so popular. So I think it's it has entered into the popular lexicon. Yeah, but it's like, so but the, so, I don't so think the yo-yos and pogs and all I mean, that. I yo-yos. Yo-yos are like one of those things that always come back. But I think video games is a weird one where like it's a huge industry that makes a lot of money, yeah. but outside of its bubble. It's only the real highlights. Like folk know the names Nintendo, they know Xbox, they know that. They know that the the big banner things. But mm. it's very few when you break it down. Video games. Like if you went up to someone and said, "Oh, tell me about Detroit fucking becoming you in the middle." What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, at yeah. least Fortnite, there's a kind of frame of reference there. So it won't be like a forever game. It won't be an Ocarina of Time. No. But I think it's it is interesting just how fucking big it has become. I just it's, it's going to be one of those things that in twenty thirty years time, the kids who are playing it now 
there'll be adults and they'll be like, oh, remember that time I played Fortnite? In 20, 30 years' time, there'll be no electricity. That's true. <laughs> uh, Alan J, using white paint or Batman vision to guide players instead of actually having some challenging pathfinding. Mm-hmm. When Shadow of the Tomb Raider had an option to remove these, I was all over it and loved the game all the more for it. Speaking of Tomb Raider, automated and magnetic platforming. Yep, here we go. I missed the old Tomb Raider <laughs> games for climbing was a challenge. Mm-hmm. Now even in amazing games like God of War and Horizon Zero Dawn, the platforming feels like utter shite. Yeah. It's just holding a stick vaguely in the direction the game does the rest. I'm with you, man. Like I think the newer way is easier. Not just for not I don't mean for players necessarily, but I think it's probably just easier when they're making it. Uh, to be like, right, this is like look at Uncharted as well. It's like, like, well, like I, this is the way we want you to go. So that's the way you'll do it, yeah. as opposed to like yeah the kind of like the old two meter games where it was kind of almost hit and miss, but you were you were actually pathfinding. Yeah, I'd say like Bre- I know we talk about Zelda, Breath of the Wild has elements of that because like because now you can kind of pretty much climb anything. You're making your own path, so a lot of it's trial and error. You can get to a bit, and you're like, oh fuck, right. this is too steep. I can't get. Breath of the Wild is like so well done in terms of like naturally finding your way mm-hmm. up like a cliff or whatever. Like that. Yeah, I think that's probably the, the modern version mm-hmm. of like that. And there's no automatic magnetic jumping like there is, and yeah, I just love Breath of the Wild. Man. I mean, <laughs> I think when it's done well and it's very cinematic, like that's the thing about like all those games you mentioned is like they look really good while they're climbing, but in terms of the actual challenge, you're yeah, you're literally just holding yeah. maybe the jump button. Half the time, fucking Nathan Drake's arm goes out to where he's going before, like know, the arm is reaching for, and you're like, "Fuck, are you going? Am yeah. I not? Am I not the boss?" Uh, and then last one, James Clendenning, he says trophies slash achievements. We've talked about this quite a lot. Uh, used to go mad for them back in the day, but spending silly amounts of time doing uninteresting odd jobs for a platinum trophy, it's just not worth it. I'm a few man. Like I've talked about, yeah. I really can't stand trophies. I think if you really love the game you're playing and there's some reason for it, or whatever. I'd, I think it's one of those things I used to be a lot more anti-trophy <laughs> when I was like oh is this ruining the purity of video games and now I'm kind of like oh, if it's what you enjoy you enjoy but I think I, I would feel, never play a game for the no, trophy I feel bad for developers I feel bad that to get on to like the Playstation yeah. store or whatever it's like right you have to have yeah. X amount of trophies they have to give it like, well I think they can off, be man. quite I mean like for example with Hellblade because I was actually I was quite curious to see if it was one of those games that would break immersion and tell you when you, ha- you got a trophy and it does because I remember when Wait, I turned it off I turned it off in my PlayStation yeah I, I probably so need to I, I never know do that because I know like because he- Heavy yeah. Rain was the first game where it did that automatically mm. it, it was like it, you wouldn't know what trophies you'd unlocked until you finished a chapter mm. so it didn't break the flow and I was like that's a fucking really it's a much yeah. better idea anyway that's Facebook thanks for putting in touch on Facebook David Cage's only good idea time for some Twitter yeah, quite a few on Twitter. A few repeats as well, yeah. um, but we'll go over a few. Uh, Dave Whitelaw, the concept of a game having a limited number of lives is a hangover from the days of the arcade and it should have remained there. Uh, yeah, Mario got rid of lives for Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think there's as many... Sonic, the new Sonic game have lives in it? I've not played a new Sonic game. In it. Uh, Sonic Mania, I Sonic Mania, yeah, that's what I mean. That's, yeah, but it's that's... like old school though, it's meant to be old school. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I kind of, I, I, I think I agree to be honest. I don't. Mm. I, it's like remember the Lego games. Maybe the first one that was like, right, you're not going to get much. You'll lose like a few yeah, studs. There was quite a few. Donkey punishment. Kong 64. I remember I got halfway through Donkey Kong 64 before I realised mm-hmm. that there was no life counter and there was no oxygen counter either, so you mm-hmm. could swim for as long as you wanted. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well done, real. Well done. Well done. Well done. I, I think it is a bit of a, a hangover from an, uh, an yeah. older age, but the, I don't think there's as many games now that even do it. Um, the Ides of March beware. Tom. Tom. <laughs> when I die in the game and it makes me do it all again. Like if <laughs> I'd like it if I didn't have to do that. I don't have enough time to do it again. <laughs> I made myself late for work by staying out late enough to do it one. <laughs> yeah, I, 
I think again it depends on the game. I think a good checkpoint system is always really good fun. Like yeah. it, it, it can. Um, it probably depends on the game. Like a Dark Souls game, for example, or a game in that style, people wouldn't want you to die and come straight back. They, they kind of that's part of the point, the risk reward part of yeah. it. It's like you maybe try harder because you know the risk is fuck. I'm going to be all the way back twenty minutes. What's ago. your worst justification for that? See, for me, <clears throat> Fantasy Star Online, the first mm-hmm. version of it, because yeah. when you died, you dropped all your money and the weapon you were holding yeah. at the time. Mm-hmm. So you went back to the, the hospital, and then you're like, right, fuck, I need to go all the way back to the level again because I don't want to lose all my money and all mm-hmm. my, and my, my weapon. And it's like, this is really annoying, but I love it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, I'm glad they did it this way. I, I yeah. like that they've made it harder, made it difficult think, for me. I, I think definitely there's times when I've tried a lot harder in games when I know there's way more of a risk. Mm. Like, for, for example, like Bloodborne, Dark Souls, all that, yeah. you do find yourself being like, right, I'm going to try, I'm not going to just be sloppy mm. because I actually need to think about what I'm doing because I can't be fucked doing this again. <laughs> and it is, it's, it's mostly that for me. It's not yeah. like, oh, I'm enjoying it. It's more like, I can't be fucked doing this one more time. <laughs> yeah. I've heard um, Sekiro, which is out today, mm. um, which my copy is sitting at home, um, it's got this mechanic where I think I don't think it happens all the time, but when you die, there's ways you can come back to life, but the enemies think you're dead. So they'll actually turn their body, they'll turn all away right. from you and start going about their own business and you can then decide when to leap up and then keep fighting hmm. so I think it's quite a cool wee idea I'm really looking forward to playing it <laughs> uh, Adam uh, in brackets nuked get proper returning to vendors every step of a quest so like having to go back and buy new items all the time oh right okay. well, well maybe yeah. the vendors is more of a destiny thing actually because that's right. a big vendors is a big thing in destiny I like the way Devil May does it it's like after a few fights you'll find a phone mm-hmm. and, and you then Nico will come to the van and then after yeah. every level you can yeah. then upgrade stuff anyway, so yeah. you've got a plenty of opportunities. Some levels you get like, a couple of opportunities yeah. to upgrade, and it's like it's a nice way to do, it, especially when you're earning lots of orbs and you're just like, right, oh, I've just got this new thing I want to try it out. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say like, definitely try. Making you do it, making you do it. It also has a side question, which is shitty arse or poo bottom. We've had this one before, haven't we? I would always say poo bottom, especially in front of my door. I hate the word poo. I mean, I, no, so. if it's out the two of them, I'm not a huge fan of either. But I'd rather not say, oh, have you got a shitty arse? Shitty arse sounds like a better thing to say than... Would you say that to your, your boy? I say if you get a stinky bum. Well, I usually say stinky. Are you stinky? She's yeah. like, yeah. no, or yeah. You get a stinky nappy or a dirty, dirty nappy. Or, as she said to me last night when I was changing her, her dirty nappy, she just said, God's sake. <laughs> which, so funny Which was very that. funny. But then I had yeah. to send a message around to all the family being like, excuse me, which one of you said that? And then, <laughs> as I was saying it, I was like, probably me. Uh, Jim the schoolgirl having to follow or be followed by NPCs whose movement speed is oh, incompatible with the players. I hate it. <laughs> oh, it's the worst. Cr- see where you're right. Mm. You, like you run and they're slower than you, and you walk and they're faster than you. Yeah, no, oh, dreadful, dreadful yeah. stuff. Cruel, dreadful. I'm sure you know the best game. Skyrim games are quite bad for them. Yakuza Zero introduced the hold the R two button and it just follows just the person you're talking to. Yeah, like, so much better. It's a bit like well, you know how in that game. Shame you. Uh, you could like hold the button down and just follow people as they uh, walk yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, it's quite nice. Yeah. Uh, Graham, uh, when you're given a few dialogue options on screen, you choose one and your character says something completely different from what was shown on screen. Aye, like it depends. See, if the choices are just like vague, it's like a word like. Like, like be nice or aye. be mean. Yeah, yeah fair enough. But, but if it's actually actual like line of dialogue. If it looks like that's dialogue and it says yeah. something different, then it's like, why did you even bother writing? You know, Aye, like, you know what that says to me? That says mm, to me that they've changed the line after the changes. script has been written. Or well, something. Fame, well, in Thingy, what do you call it? Uh, what's the name of that fucking boring rock star? Ellie Noir. Mm. Um, 
the mechanics of the game changed or the way it was laid out changed as it went on After so yeah so right. to begin with it was meant to be more like hostile yeah gentle but then they changed it around but then the, the acting didn't change so that's yeah. why sometimes you'd pick like oh i think you might be lying and the guy would pull his gun out and shoot the ceiling <laughs> and stuff like that um i think the witcher 3 was quite good for that because usually would say what was written down mm. but his tone would be like sarcastic <laughs> he's be like oh you've said what you've said but you've said in a really fucking arsey way <laughs> uh i don't know lance carmelli jim big jim comrade the bear says open world and fetch quests mindless filler always fetching a wedding ring off a dead husband's corpse after fighting <laughs> spiders in a far off cave returning it to his wife her giving you a potion for your troubles despite living in a village with a vendor cheers thanks <laughs> aye, I think definitely Skyrim games are really like aye. Skyrim Elder Scrolls games and stuff like that are really bad for that The Witcher had elements of it too Yeah. Uh, Ross Manthorpe says Michael transactions I don't know if he meant to say Michael, Michael. but Michael transactions <laughs> is pretty good uh, yeah, open Michael. worlds where they aren't needed no random loot and ability trees in every big game. I don't mm. care how much they've bought Assassin's Creed back with with the last two games. I ain't playing Assassin's Creed game where I compare drops of slightly different armor styles. <laughs> Very true. Ability trees, man. It's I've hit a point where I'm just getting pretty bored of them. Yeah. You you load up a game and it shows you this thing. It's like I mean, Final Fantasy games are always pretty bad for it as well. Like just these big weird well, branches. No, that's an messes. RPG though, so it's like. I, even then though sometimes I'm just like sometimes when I level up just make me stronger that's fine give me a bit more health make me stronger I know you, I know you mean there's some make I, me jump a bit higher that's, an, that's fine there's a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it some games get most games get it wrong in my opinion but sometimes yeah. it's fine yeah, but, it's, there's so much of it's not yeah. Gavin Logan climbing towers to unlock the map I don't mind if it's interesting or a challenge breath it's so often it's busy work he just literally yeah. said Breath of the Wild does them well yeah. for example no, no, I'm, uh, yeah, it's just a cliche at this point. Yeah, underneath as well, um, we've got people saying like Horizon Zero Dawn did it quite well. I think, I think, yeah, it, it kind of varies from game to game, but I feel like it is definitely overused mm. at this point, um, and it, it doesn't really make any fucking sense. <laughs> Uh, Dan Castro killing straight up <laughs> also really bad stories seriously so few games actually manage a satisfying story it's true man it's true. very true I think even like for example Devil May Cry 5 doesn't have a very complicated story it's, it's pure like soap opera but mm. I, underst- I could tell you exactly what happens in the story from the beginning to the end and that sometimes is beginning to become a bit of a rarity it's, yeah but it's still embarrassing to talk about this. like there's very few stories in video games that aren't embarrassing like embarrassing fanboy. It's the same in most movies, though, isn't it? Well, really, I mean, that's a, lot a lot of big dumb, movies, a lot of dumb movies nowadays. As well, um, so that's the I, problem. I, I think. I mean, you have to embrace what the media. I mean, I'd see half the time if you were to sit down and tell someone the story of a fucking fantasy book you just read or a sci-fi book, folk would be like, "Fuck, are you talking about?" Yeah, I think it's just because but, I think the the difference is the way they stretch the stories out or pad them out mm. or whatever. That's maybe it's like for what I was saying about um, Hellblade. Mm. It's like elements of that I'm really interested in, but the video gamey bits just get in the way of yeah. it actually having an, an impact for me. Anyway, Ian, in general, hate games with so many complicated mechanics that feels like a tutorial until about seventy five percent through the game. Doesn't compensate for making games that aren't intuitive, stroke user friendly. You know, mm-hmm. yes, you know who's bad for that? Mm-hmm. Hideo Kojima. Oh, aye. right. But Metal Gear Solid oh, games aye. used to be short enough that once you finished it, you go back to the beginning and play through it again quite happily. With the knowledge of what you've, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah. the but Mega Solid Five got so big that I just can't be asked going back and playing through it again with, mm-hmm. you know, the kind of 
my new knowledge of how the game works by the yeah. end of it, you know. But, I agree. Yeah. Um, there's so many on Twitter, by the way, guys. You've done, you've done us proud. However, <laughs> yeah, my voice is getting, my yeah. voice is getting sore. It's not, it's not. Oh, I'm getting hungry as well. Sore. I'm, 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 I'm getting uh, Nicholas Boyd Isaacson says, trying to optimize numbers, skill trees, armor. That's what we're talking about. Skill mm. trees, armor, weapons. Get it all to fuck. I'd much rather a completely linear leveling system, so I don't have to spend half my time digging through menus. You know, yes. it's quite good to see Grandia too. Mm-hmm. I remember my first RPG. And it was like the, the leveling was simple, right? You just yeah. got experience, you leveled up. But the complexity came with um, you, you got coins to spend on your special moves. Mm-hmm. And so you could just like power up your special moves. You like, So you chose which one of your special moves were stronger. Yeah. But you also just got a general strength magic modifier every See, time. that's quite good. Yeah. So there was like, it's mostly very general and straightforward, mm-hmm. but there was just a little bit of complexity yeah. just added on top, just because you, if you wanted it. See, I quite like it, because yeah. like recently, because I got back into playing Final Fantasy IX after mm. a wee while away. Oh man, it's, and it's difficult ev- to it's everywhere, every man. It's like, it's not, so you level up, all right, I've yeah. leveled up, and now every level has different abilities you can gain yeah. it, and put your action points into. Yeah. And then once you've learned it, you can swap for another weapon or item, and then you can decide to go into a separate menu to equip those abilities if you need to. And I was sitting, and then every time you've known a character for a while, you're like, all right, now to go through all your stats. And I was like, that's a fucking bolly. It's like having a job. It's like having a full-time job is just getting your guys kitted out. And it does, it puts you off eventually. You you actually begin to look at games like Final Fantasy XV, for example, which do have like skill trees to a degree, but very simple ones. But for the most part, it's like, oh, I'll just buy a a better gun. (laughs) And that's you. I don't need to worry about other stuff. Mm. And like, you kind of get why some games are moving more that way because you're like, fuck it, it it's easier. Yeah. Because it puts, like, spend 10 minutes being like, oh, right, oh this skill actually could use a bit more. And it's like, fucking waste of time. <laughs> um, right, we've got a few about uh, open world shooters, battle royale games. Mm. For the most part, if you enjoy it, you enjoy it. If you don't, you don't. I wouldn't, like... I don't know. I, I always feel weird when people complain about stuff that doesn't affect them. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Well, you asked the question. Oh, no, I, I know I do. But in terms of, like, a lot of folk complaining about battle royale games don't play them. So I'm like... It's more like things and features in games that, like, you see you're a huge fan of, like, Zelda, and then suddenly they're like, right, now there's this weird mechanic where, like... Like, for example, you complained a lot about the weapon-breaking mechanic, to, to begin yeah, with. Yeah, So, yeah. So, like, for example, that was a game you loved, and it had a negative that impacted yeah. you. There's a lot of folk complaining about Battle Royale games that don't play them. Mm. And I think they're more upset with how they affect the culture of video games than they are about I'm oh, a game I love a game I love has got worse like it's that. more like this hobby mm. I enjoy isn't quite what I want it to be mm. but I mean don't get me wrong everyone's everyone's opinion is completely earned but mm. at the same time I'm like if it doesn't affect you <laughs> it's cool <laughs> <laughs> um, let's just have a wee look I'm actually just a bit dizzy how hungry I'm by the way man so. <laughs> you, had, you had a croissant about 90 minutes ago yeah I know that was 90 minutes ago. Right, we'll just do a couple more before Joe fucking passes out. Um, so quite a few about open world games. Yep, completely on side with that. Like, again, when a game's good, it's fine. Mm. But when it's not. Bad Bottom says, not being able to save whenever I want. I'm currently playing Persona 5 and I'm loving it, but only being able to save in save rooms does my tits in. Yes. Yeah, Persona 5 is... But what's good about it though is that the, the, the save rooms when you find one it's a genuine relief like yeah. when you're going through the, mm. the underground is it yeah. Mentos but, uh, I, but it's only when you're in dungeons it's, you can save anywhere in the world but still but dungeons yeah. take no, a I, no, I get it I think the, a quick, up until recently it was the same with Yakuza as well I think a quick save system would be uh, something where you can just literally pick up from where you were last yeah. time with little impact would yeah. be a lot better some games do that um, but yeah I do agree I wish there was more I mean the good thing is though I suppose with 
the PlayStation certainly mm. it's easy enough just to suspend your game yeah, yeah, yeah. like which is what I end up doing a lot of time a Switch, lot of time. Switch is the easiest oh it's so fucking it. good for that here we go here's a good one McLernan don't know if it's a feature as much but charging people a premium to play the game ahead of release can oh. do one the multiple release dates depending on which version of Anthem you that bought Anthem springs immediately wide. yeah quite a waste and do you see that the guy who sat with a big fucking spreadsheet and figured out that it's something like the more you tried to optimise your gear yeah, in Anthem, just, the less the, good, the less yeah. powerful you became. It's just so it's actually like, there's no point in You know that proves, that proves to me that like Anthem is a deeply shallow game, which I know well, is an yeah, awesome yeah, I think it's turned around and said, like, we know it's been disappointing, we're yeah. just going to keep trying yeah. with it. It just says to me, mm-hmm. it, it's a game of complete style that's built on foundations that just are not as deep as it needs to yeah. be. It's, it just looks wrong. It's a shame, because I, 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 really, I really enjoy Bioware games, but I feel like yeah. it's just, it's the first one that's came out where I'm like, nah, I'm yeah. going to bother my ass. Uh, Luke Summerhays, excessive length. <laughs> You've never had anyone complain about that with you, have you? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from my feet, look at the size of these monsters. That's a good trick. That's a good point. You know what yeah. say? Big feet. Big shoes. Big shoes. Pictures will fail. Excessive length. 60 hours gameplay is less of a selling point these days than you'll finish it this weekend. <laughs> also, yes, that's what my ex-wife said. She's finished with me this weekend. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. I hope that's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, I'm with you. But I think sometimes a game can earn its length. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's true. I think great games... Yeah. Uh, that, like uh, Vanquish, for me, mm-hmm. perfect length. See if Vanquish is a 60-hour long yeah. game, it would be like, this is rubbish. Yeah. I think it's like it's like when you're watching a great TV show or a great movie. There's there's a feeling that sometimes you just don't want something to end because you're loving it so much. Mm. But I think the the best games are like they know when the peak is and they know to keep as yeah. close to that as they can. Yeah. Because I think yeah, there's plenty of games I've had. Like, I mean, Tommy Dark Souls, for example, like really enjoying it up to the point where I was like, oh fuck, I've still got another yeah. twenty odd hours. I know a lot of people have that feeling with Okami. Mm. Uh, oh, but, but it's one of the ones Kami that like, teases you about four different yeah. false endings but it's one of the ones that like I, I feel like it genuinely earns its length because mm-hmm. it's just like it's such a beautiful yeah. amazing story and a great game mm-hmm. but um, yeah there's a lot of, there's a lot of games that I just give up because it's so long they're so yeah. long yeah right I'm going to pick one last one okay. these are all really good and there's some really good stuff here but yeah, you can actually hear my throat going. Um, Jack Geary said, Honestly, I'd like to come up with something pithy or niche, but in four stealth sections I've been doing my nuts since 1998. <laughs> Seal the, the classic, barrel and yeah. hurl them in the ocean. The classic, yeah. Um, What's the worst in four, like, mandatory stealth bit in a game that you've played? Uh, in, in a game that's really not designed for it, the, yeah. wind, the Wind Waker one can be quite annoying you're gonna say when you're wind playing wind, it for uh, the first time. What thing is, see, once you've played it, and you know what you're doing mm-hmm. it, it takes seconds yeah. but it's the first time you're doing it and you're playing a Zelda game and you're like what am I doing here See doesn't Ocarina of Time have a kind of stealthy bit as well yeah it's to creep a, into the castle there's a couple of stealth bits in Ocarina of Time I think they're not too bad but there's, there are some terrible like see yeah. the, get, the getaway had mm-hmm. a couple of stealth levels and they were just rotten in fact here's one here's a deep fucking cut right. Perfect Dark on the Game Boy Colour <laughs> had <laughs> A section oh, in it, I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was a stealth section, that as far as I'm concerned was impossible. Aye. Like it was that so, game was hard. so hard that, yeah. I don't think there was anything beyond it. Looked amazing for a Game Boy Color I game. I did, though. and it had the big rumble pack as well, remember the cartridge was yeah, huge. Yeah. And it was like really cool, but it was so difficult, and I'm sure there was like a really difficult stealth section, mm. and it was like, it was, yeah it was like, I, I was convinced there was nothing after it. You always get terrible. Mm. Uh, enforced stealth sections in it. What? Yeah, we'll get solid. Yeah, I played one of them. <laughs> Well, thanks for getting in touch with all your gripes. Yeah. So, Joe, what's your least favorite? What what feature could would you? What's your least favorite feature in modern games apart from all of them? 
No, I love games. No, you love like three games. No. Three or four, maybe. See, for me, and you know what? I, I was actually thinking about doing a wee video series, right? And I was thinking about it called Fuck Uncharted, right? <laughs> but okay. be, no. Where? Oh, yeah. No. Right. My, the thing that I don't like is. It's hard to explain, but it's like. Mm-hmm. When a game changes its rules all the time for the sake of looking good on camera. Mm. And Uncharted yeah. does it all the time. Yeah. I've been thinking about I've been thinking about what makes a good action set piece in a video game, right? Mm-hmm. And I think I need to go into more detail this, but I think in general it's like you change as few rules in the game as possible. Yeah. See in Zelda, Breath of the Wild, when you have to you you're in the back of um Prince Sidon mm-hmm. and you've got to shoot the arrow you jump up the waterfall and shoot the arrows, yeah. right? That's in my mind that's like a, a great action set piece because it changes like two of the rules of the game you know so far. Yeah. Just for the point of that one little action sequence, and it makes it like a little, a nice mm. set piece. Yeah. Whereas, like, I feel like the games like Uncharted and the new Tomb Raider and all that, they're constantly pulling the rug out from under your feet just because they want to look yeah. cool. You know? So that's a feature I don't like, is like the mm. game just changing itself just for the sake yeah. of looking cool. Like, it Metal Gear Solid 4 when you fight the frog troopers. They take that's a good all, bit. They yeah, change, that's what I mean. They yeah, take the mechanics yeah. of how yeah. you usually play the game, and then suddenly yep. it's like this kind of, you're being hunted down. Yeah. Kind of section of like, yeah, I think that's like yeah. the, that for me, for example, that would be an, an example of you're just tweaking a couple of things. End of Metal Gear Solid 2, the Arsenal, Arsenal gear, but yeah. fighting alongside Snake. It's mm-hmm. like, right, you've changed a little bit, but the gameplay's still the same, and it's just like it, it, it's such a good little action set piece because of that, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's my rule. Whereas, that's like, maybe is. looking at the mechanics of, like, say, for example, Metal Gear Solid 5, where the mechanic of like actual story progression Aye. they change completely to be like right to actually progress the story yeah. using to replay Aye. earlier That's sections which Aye. isn't necessarily linked to an action set piece but yeah. they're changing the mechanic to be like right instead of the regular yeah. kind of linear story progression unlock mm. you're going to have to do a lot of busy work to actually get to that point yeah. which to be honest is, not is, is the big thing that didn't yeah. do it um, I think for me it, probably it, a lot of like forced online stuff uh, yeah, yeah. kind of bothers me like for example I mean I think like I, I, I don't even fucking mention it in my Devil May Cry review actually mm. is all that stuff with the Devil May Cry team that pop up Yeah, those are the sections in Devil May Cry 5 where you can either fight alongside someone else or kind of see someone playing as Nero or whatever off in the distance I've never known, I've, the names come up but I've never actually noticed so sometimes like there's a few ch- you see the first chapter you play I think I'm trying to remember you know the first chapter where you Stand on those little platforms as Nero, maybe like maybe five or six, uh, yeah, 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 and you yeah. use your hook hand yeah. to go grab it. If you look off in the distance, you can see V mm. fighting some enemies at one point, and then when you're playing it the other way around mm. as V, you can see Nero swinging from bit to bit. So those would be bits where you'd cross over with another real player, and then there's bosses apparently as well. I think, although to mm. be honest, in single, I never felt at any point in single player I needed. Help. Uh, it seems like them. a weird idea. I don't know. Stuff like that, like correct. games like Dark Souls. I know we talk about it a lot, but I think that has a pretty clever way to mm. to use it. Where it is your decision if you want to use help or not. You can play it offline, so you don't use it at all. You can play it online. You can summon people if you're getting like having like difficulty. You can see how players have recently died. You can see their messages. So that's a really nice mm. organic way to implement it. But I think the Devil May Cry way is like really fucking weird, especially if you're playing it offline. There's actually mm. an option to say, yeah, you're, I'm going to play it offline. Yeah. But that thing with the names of like, well, the Devil May Cry team still appears. Mm. And it's such a weird mechanic that I think 
on a game that is practically, in my opinion, like as close to perfect as yeah. a game like that can be, it's just such a weird mm. option. It's, it doesn't sit well anywhere within how the games work yeah. or anything like that. So I think like that kind of forced online, like mm-hmm. um, the Switch can be quite bad for certain games that don't need to be online, but the, the Switch wants you to be online. Like I'll play a lot of games with um, like airplane mode on when I'm on the train and stuff just to try and save battery. Mm. There's tons of Switch games where like. It'll be like, oh, please, please turn Wi-Fi on, please do that, and you're like, but you don't I've need not, it. It's a single-player game. Had that one. It's happened with. I'm trying to think. Well, Dark Souls obviously tries to put you into that. It was, what was that other fucking game? There was another one I was playing not too long ago. I've never and had, it had it. no I've online features, but it was kind of like, oh, it's a, you're in airplane mode. Are you sure about that? And I was like, yeah, I'm fucking sure. No, about I've that. never seen that. So there you go. <laughs> but yeah, forced online sections. Yeah. yeah. Um, or online functionality that's mm. completely a waste of everyone's time. Well, we've ended this in a bit of a downer, but we hope you enjoyed the episode anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again for listening to the Bit Soccer Podcast, yep. and thank you to everyone who's contributed to our Patreon. Mm-hmm. You mean a lot to us. Thanks and for all your patience. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we hope you've been, we hope you've felt you've, it's been worthwhile. <laughs> so um, on uh, this uh, month's bonus podcast, we're going to be not just having our usual topics of conversation, but Joseph's, Joseph. Fucking your full name, Joe. Joe's eh? uh, made a wee twin game, which we're going to play. A as wee well. twin game. It's just a wee one. It's not like one of your fucking epic twenty hour, yeah. eight hour long extravaganzas. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so if you if you um, pony up the cash for the <laughs> for the bonus podcast and Patreon, then you'll be able to hear that mm-hmm. as well as us answering your questions about raising kids. <laughs> yeah, that tends to be all the questions. Better, hey, about. Dougie, or yeah. fucking octonauts. Hey, Dougie. Hey, Dougie. <laughs> bye, bye. But uh, yeah, so until next time, though. Keep Keep it it sucking. sucking.